Hello, this is Veronica from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 16th of August. Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar expanded his ministry today. He inducted 11 leaders from his Janta Dal United Party and 16 from his new ally, Rashtriya Janta Dal. Congress leaders Afak Alam and Murari Lal Gautam were sworn in as well. Nitish Kumar broke his alliance with the BJP last week and partnered with the RJD and the Congress. He took his new oath as the chief minister on 10th of August with RJD's Tejasvi Yadav as his deputy. The new ministers include Tejasvi's brother, Tej Pratap Yadav. Uddhav Thakre's faction of the Shiv Sena has filed a police complaint against Prakash Surve, an MLA in Maharashtra Chief Minister Eknath Shinde's faction, after a video of him purportedly calling for violence against the Thakre faction went viral. Surve is heard saying in the video that his faction won't tolerate bullying and then telling his supporters, quote-unquote, if you can't break their hands, break their leg. I will come the next day to bail you out. The Thakre and Shinde factions have been fighting to be recognised as the real Shiv Sena since the Shinde camp broke away and formed the government with the support of the BJP. Although Thakre is still the head of the Shiv Sena, Shinde has asked the election commission to recognise his faction as the real Shiv Sena and give it the party's bow and arrow symbol. Karnataka police have arrested three people after a man was stabbed in Shivamoga during a tussle over a banner featuring Vinayak Damodar Savarkar. Mohammad Zabi, Nadeem and Abdul Rahman are accused of stabbing Prem Singh during a quarrel which reportedly erupted when some people tried to take down the banner with Savarkar's image and replace it with one of Tipu Sultan. Prem Singh is recovering in hospital. The police shot Zabi and injured him before arresting him. The police claim he attacked a policeman as they tried to take them into custody. District Police Chief B.M. Lakshmi Prasad has said the police have been deployed in the area to prevent any violence. They have also issued prohibitory orders. Twelve Congress councillors in Rajasthan's Bara resigned today in support of fellow party leader Panachand Meghwal. Meghwal resigned as MLA yesterday in protest after a private school teacher in Jalor beat a nine-year-old Dalit student to death for touching a water pot that upper-caste children and teachers drank from. The MLA said he was distressed that Dalits and other deprived communities were being subjected to constant atrocities and torture. Speaking to Times of India, one of the Bara councillors, Yogendra Mehta, said they resigned to express distress over atrocities against the Dalits. Eleven men serving life sentences for gang-raping Bilkis Banu during the 2002 communal violence in Gujarat have been freed. They were let go after a state government committee approved their application under the remission policy. Bilkis was gang-raped and her three-year-old daughter killed by a mob on 3rd March 2002 in Limkheda Taluka of Dahod district. The mob also killed 13 other people in Limkheda that day. Six years later, a CBI court convicted 13 of the accused and sentenced 11 of them to life in prison for gang rape and murder. Gujarat's additional Chief Secretary of Home, Raj Kumar, told the Indian Express that the application for remission was considered because the convicts had served 14 years of their sentences. The government's committee also considered the age, nature of the crime, behaviour in prison and so on of the convicts to free them. One person was killed and another wounded in an attack by suspected militants in Jammu and Kashmir Shopian today. 
Sunil Kumar and his brother Pintu Kumar, who reportedly belonged to the Kashmiri Pandit community, were working in their orchard when they were shot at. Pintu is undergoing treatment. Condemning the attack, People's Democratic Party head and former Jammu and Kashmir Chief Minister Mehbooba Mufti said that every resident of Kashmir has become cannon fodder in Delhi's quest for manufactured normalcy. Listeners, much like Kashmir, Chhattisgarh has long been plagued by violence and bloodshed. And like Kashmir, those at the receiving end of the violence have rarely found justice. In the early hours of 1st of October 2009, villagers in Chhattisgarh's Gompar village woke to the sound of gunshots. Terrified, they ran into the nearby jungle seeking refuge. They returned to find the bodies of family and friends. At least 16 people lay dead and several were injured. The villagers alleged that it was the security forces who had entered the village and fired on them. Last month, the court dismissed a petition filed by social activist Himanshu Kumar and 12 villagers seeking an independent investigation into the killings. To know more, read my colleague Pratyush Deep's report on newslaundry.com. It is titled Gompad Massacre. A Chhattisgarh village waits for justice 13 years on. We're able to bring you such reports and analysis because we don't depend on governments, political parties or corporations for ads. News Laundry is an ad-free platform. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. A group of journalists and lawyers have sued America's spy agency CIA and its former director Mike Pompeo alleging that they were spied on when they visited WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange at the Ecuador embassy in London. The lawsuit says the CIA under Pompeo violated the privacy of these journalists and lawyers. The journalists, two of them and the lawyers, were required to submit their electronic devices to a private security company called Undercover Global SL before they were allowed to meet Assange at the embassy. The company secretly copied the information from the devices and provided it to the CIA. They alleged. The CIA has declined to comment on the lawsuit. Assange is currently locked in a British prison while a London court hears his appeal to block his extradition to America. The WikiLeaks founder is wanted by US authorities, essentially for exposing the crimes of American soldiers in Afghanistan and Iraq. After losing a long legal battle against his extradition from Sweden, Assange was granted asylum at the Ecuadorian embassy in London. At the time, this had sparked a diplomatic row between Ecuador and Britain. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.